welcome to Unsigned 518. I am here with Joe 80 and the Lug Nuts. How's it going? We're doing Hi. good. Wow. Wonderful. Hello. <laughs> um, so I guess what we want to do is just start. Uh, basically, we'll, we'll go around the room. Everybody introduce themselves, what they do in the band. Okay, so I'm Sandy 80. I am AKA, also Brandy, up on stage. And I do the marketing. I do um, all of our... I basically manage it. I do all the bookings and all that fun stuff. So that's my thing. I'm Joe 7980, uh, stage name Clap. And um, yeah. What I, do you do? I, I, do uh, I dance around and play guitar and... I think I sing and play a little harmonica and try to latch on to being somewhat of a guitar player the best I can. I'm Steve Barmash. Uh, I lay down the low frequencies. I'm the bass player. I add some vocals, try to be the glue, holding it all together. And I'm very pleased to be here today and very happy to be in the band. Hello, I'm Phil Lands. Uh, I am the drummer. And, uh, you know, the least musician of the musicianship in the band. But, you know, the foundation. So it's all important. And it's really nice to be here. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Um, so I guess what we want to do is, you know, like I said before we got started, it's just kind of a free form. We're going to do um, whatever. But I do always kind of ask, I guess, like how the band came together. Um, you know, kind of the story of uh, Joe Eighty and the Lug Nuts. So whoever wants to kind of kick that one off. You want to take it? Well, the year was 1923, <laughs> and I was driving a Model A V-Twin 2214-390 with no hubcaps. No, I don't know. Uh, we uh, just uh, I just started playing and uh, always grabbed a bunch of folks, whoever I could, and uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, it just during the plague when the plague hit, uh, I met Steve. Barmash, bass player. I started using him, subbing out, and then uh, through through Stevie B, uh, I met Phil Lance, and then I said, "Look, man, I don't really, I'm not really committed to any band. I just do, I always just do the menu salad, you know, whoever I can grab for the week, and because uh, I don't really play well with others. Uh, and these guys are just like playing, and it's been like what three years now, and they're putting up with me. How is that possible? Next." Well, you know, this is Phil. I uh, I met Joe through Steve. Steve was like Joe said, playing, and Steve invited me out to was S and S Brewery, yeah. right? S&S. And uh, so I showed up, and I was like, "Wow, Joe's got a good voice, you know, and he he's got a sultry voice, which is really nice." And uh, you know, sultry. so, sultry. so there's some really weird coincidences that that happened. Like, you know, I ended up calling Joe two weeks after I met him. And Steve and I were playing in a different band together. So I had a gig up in Warrensburg, and I needed players because our other band couldn't play. So I, I called Joe. I called Steve first to make sure he could do it. He said, sure. And then I called Joe. I said, Joe, I know you don't know me. I just met you. I said, but do you want to do the gig? I said, we could totally pull it off. Now, I never played with Joe. I had played with Steve in another band. but uh, So we did a three-hour show with, like, what was it, three weeks notice Yeah. of, like, one week of just knowing the guy, really. So we ended up pulling it off, and we've been doing it ever since. Yep. You know, it's pretty remarkable, really. And that was you said that was like pandemic. 
uh, like yes, that was 2020. Times. Yeah, 2020. Times and um, I don't. I think the story of the radiator uh, thumb. Uh, you might want to go over that. I was working on a truck on a, behind the barn real quick. Before oh yeah. The show, and uh, I hit the radiator with my thumb, ripped it out, pulled it out real quick because it was hot, and I got seven stitches in my thumb, and I had a show in Lake George the next day. <laughs> oh so Phil, why don't you God. tell the rest of the story? Radiator yeah. thumb boy. Yeah, Joe shows up. Right, I had no idea what was going on. He shows up. He's got like a piece of radiator hose, literally a piece of radiator hose. I go, what are you doing? Is this like a joke? Because, you know, Joe, like the cabaret guy, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Right. And he goes, no, man, I got seven stitches. I go, you're messing with me, right? He goes, no, no, look. He pulls the radiator, you know, the, the hose off. He's got seven stitches with a Band-Aid over it. He goes, I got to use this, to, you know, so my, my thumb won't break open. I go, and you're playing? I go, I'd have called in sick, dude. I'm sorry. And was it your left hand? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I had to put the radiator hose there because if I bent my thumb to try to wrap around the guitar neck, I would have pulled the stitches open. So I used a piece of the radiator hose. Yeah. And made it. Nice he got hole. back at the radiator. Yeah, like the, yeah I was going to say, you used a piece of the, the thing that wounded right. you. Yeah. Exactly. Well, no, the, actually, when I pulled out, I, I ripped my thumb on the radiator of the old farm truck. Yeah. And, that, and then oh. and the copper from the radiator. Seven stitches and the meat was hanging right out, and their bone, and you could see the uh, like so. So, needless to say, I realized instantly that I'm like, I got to watch my back with Joe because if he's willing to do that, man, Mm. you know, you got to keep your eyes on all four sides of your head. Oh, yeah, Joe literally could like bust an ankle and be like, I'm playing, don't worry, just hobble up, and I'm doing it. All right, he's got a show to do. He's got a show to do. He must go on, right? And so, I mean, a lot of people, like myself included, kind of the pandemic, you know, as bad as it was, like launched a lot of local people that were like, all right, you know, like it put a lot of shit into perspective where I think people were just like, well, now's the time. Like, let's do this. Like, did you kind of have that same? Yeah, we were doing. Same mentality. Yeah, we were. I'm sorry. uh, Yeah, we were doing outside shows and uh, as much as we could. And uh, we were pulling them off right up until late early november we did one up at up at uh up in the adirondacks so we were just keeping our keeping our distance from people right and then we were doing outside shows a lot of the bands were reserving they were just not playing or you know there were and a lot of the establishments weren't either right uh so we were doing whatever we could to keep our morale up man and then this one place would book us they were up in the woods they were this brewery and they booked us every weekend, so I just booked every single, every other weekend, just to keep my morale up. Boy, was that a backfiring thing! Because by the time we got done, I think either the people were sick of us or we were sick of the place, but it helped us as musicians. We won't say us. the name, but every time we played there, we all got sick because he never opened up any windows. <laughs> you remember us that? Keep our morale up. Steve, yeah, it yeah. helped us keep our morale up. And, and it was very good beer, there. by the way. Yeah, uh, as, Central. As music, yeah. Central is what we called it. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. But great little place, but again, it was a morale booster. Steve, the first time we had Steve play was at the greenhouse. Yes. Actually, sure. in a greenhouse at a local cidery. Nice. And they, before they built their area with all the tables and chairs, they just had a one of their greenhouses. They just threw us in the end of it, put some picnic tables, and it was kind of like their beginning, you know, of figuring out whether or not they right, wanted bands. Right. And that's where the magic happened with Steve. And, and we uh, realized we had a good thing going with the four of us. It just seemed to fit like a glove. And uh, as the pandemic started to uh, dissipate, uh, 
Sandy got very busy doing some bookings, and things just fell into place. We got to play some very exciting gigs, some really nice, very nice gigs, big arts and craft festivals in nice. Vermont and Lake George and Hunter Mountain, Oktoberfest, and a whole bunch of places that were very varied. Jive Hive. Jive Hive. Oh, Hive. Excellent. Oh, we just love them. Jive Hive. Big shout out to Jive Hive. Yep. Man. Jive Hive, Mikey, Noah, Alec, Tom, Nick. I just can't say enough about that yeah, yeah. group. They're awesome. Yeah, we yep. love that crew. No, it's it's interesting. I uh, Playing with these guys, one of the stories that I, I didn't realize is Joe. I used to bounce way back when in a place in Skodak, New York. Right? It was predominantly a biker bar. And one of the bands that came in was one of my favorites. Well, after I met Joe, right, we started talking. Joe was in that band, right? Was it City Limits? Yeah, a long time ago. No. long time. This is in the 80s. Yeah. Gemini. Gemini. Gemini, right? Gemini. So I used to bounce and had no idea who Joe was. So he tells me, I, I used to work at a place called Chuck's Brown Derby. And Joe was in that band called Gemini. I'm like, get out of here. I used to bounce. You were one of my favorite <laughs> bands. But it gets even deeper because the drummer that was his drummer was my, he recorded us in an old band back in the 90s. And I never knew he was in the band. His name is Art, um, oh, um, Arthur, Van, Van, Scott, uh, Werner. Scott Werner. Scott Werner, yeah. yeah. It's a and, uh, name yep. in uh, Arthur does his own recordings, got a, you know, a couple of great bands. He's got a recording studio. And I, I haven't even talked to Arthur about it because I just keep forgetting. But it's like this weird, twisted kind of uh you know synchronicity of of musicianship and friendship and you know life meets and it, it has to do with joe yeah you know it's awesome. kind of cool so it, it feels right i guess you know and we have this connection that steve talked about um it does feel right, you know we we very rarely rehearse which yeah. is fun because we all have our busy lives so you know we, we key in on joe quite a bit on stage and steve and i you know we have this unwritten and unspoken thing when we play it's basically we need to just watch Joe and it works, you know. I have to say, there's no practice. Joe's like anti practice. It's all ad lib. Well, Get on stage and go. All right, can I say something too? I'm going to speak to the I'm going to speak directly to musicians right now. No practice. And I play with these drummer and bass player, these two guys, okay? All right, Steve and Phil. And not really uh, keen on cues. Musicians know what I'm talking about right now. So I'll be in my own world doing something, acting like a clown and switching over to another cue. We don't practice. And these guys are on me like flies on shh. You can sugar. say <laughs> Okay. So, so just speaking musician-wise, like like the best wingman I've ever had. Like ever. These guys are amazing. Yeah. Look, Joe pays our bills, man. We ride him, okay? That's that's where we're looking. That's the way we see it. I, I, I do try to cue. I do try to cue up, but I go into my own world. I'm in my own world right now. I can't tell you how many times we have, like, other musicians that come up on stage and they look at our system. We have no iPods. We have no, you know, pads, no digital anything. It is a notebook with some lyrics, like just like huge lyrics of uh, Joe uses like hieroglyphics almost of what he needs for a song because he doesn't need all the words. And it's crazy because people come up and go, you don't have an iPad? You're not doing, you know, that. And I'm like, no. We never play the same song. We never no, played the same song. Go ahead. Exactly. I was just going to say, I got to give the shout out to the glue man over here, Steve, yes, because... Steve. We, we play the same song three nights in a row. We've done it. Yeah. And and Joe will play. He'll start the song. And he 
three nights in a row, he never started the song in the same key. Wow. And then Steve, Steve looks at me. I look at him. I go, this doesn't sound right. But we pull it off because Steve can like instantly know where to go. Like yeah. Joe played with a capo one night, you know, in one spot, and you know, open the next night in, in a different capo spot. The, Sorry. the third night, <laughs> you know. But, so is, it's it's really it keeps everybody on their toes. So it's, it's interesting. But that's what makes us so spicy and unique is because it, it is kind of so on the fly. Right. It's 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 just that magic. There is magic between the four of us. I mean, not me so much. I kind of have the least important Brandy. job out there. I play tambourine. Oh my goodness, Brandy! You are I, the I gotta be honest. The no, whole band would fall apart I, if it wasn't watched, for that tambourine. I watch those videos and I see where you are with the with your tambourine. You are spot on as a percussionist. Yeah, but you're an amazing backup singer. Don't put yourself down. Right, I'm gonna room you two. Come on. Here. In He's fact, my favorite backup singer. Sandy has the hardest job in the band. There's nothing harder than doing bookings, oh, right? Boy. And dealing yes. with the inconsistencies and difficulties, reaching out to bar managers and club owners and organization. It's a thankless task, so thank you. And we have it easy, we just show up and play. Yeah. Right. So at this point, I think we should probably play a song. Um, you had thought of some that you wanted to uh, showcase for the folks, which was the, the first one that we wanted to do. Well, everybody knows about everybody can identify with road rage. We see it everywhere. It's crazy. Every year that goes by, it gets worse. Um, I don't know what the frustration is, but we all feel it. Well, and, the song uh, you put out with but the I will tell you, I was on the motorcycle yesterday. Yes, it is February something. And I was on my motorcycle yesterday driving through Copeg. And this guy raged me with a 4x4 F350,000 Ford and went off to the side of the road, damn near took me out. And I was on, I'm the, the I don't know, I'm small on the food chain. We're the smallest element on the food chain of a motorcycle. And you, you're road rage in a 4,000 pound car or something. That's one thing. But on a motorcycle, it's like you don't engage. You just get out of the guy's way, man. And you, we see it everywhere. Try to hold back. Now, one day I was coming home from work and, and it was coming down I-90 and it was just, I wrote, I just started writing. Of course, I was writing and driving and the pen was flying around and I was probably road He doesn't text people. and drive. He just has a notebook. And so we can all identify with it and that's all I'm going to say about it. And then we just put but it together. But the lyrics are, you guys have to li listen to the lyrics on right. this because it is quite so funny. So when we, we, when we pulled it off in the studio, Steve put his own bass to it and, uh, you know. You guys take you it guys, You guys put... Yeah, it's our own interpretation of how we thought it should sound, right? That's right. We played it the way we felt it, and it just seemed to fit. Cool. All right. Well, so let's listen to uh, Road Rage, Joe, Eddie, and the Lugnuts, and then we'll be right back. Shout and cry, road rage, driving me insane. 
stream, he's got a burning in his belly. Way down low, if he hits a pothole, he won't need a toilet bowl. So that was Road Rage, Joe 80, and the Lug Nuts. Unsigned 518. Ain't it great? Woo! So, um, I guess we want to uh, talk about your experience at Jive Hive because, you know, I didn't even realize that you knew the guys at the Jive Hive, and I was actually. You know, I'm friends with Mikey, and I oh. mentioned that you guys were coming on. He was like, oh, my God, I love those guys. So, like, oh, we had um, a blast. Yeah, there. talk a little bit about your experience. Then. Well, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm going to let cool space you go there. first because I've got something to say oh, about well, those folks. They're one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go it first. was a great space. I walked in. I thought it was like something on, like, SNL. Right? Yeah. You know, it's really, really a cool spot. The guys were fantastic. Um, 
amazing equipment. You know, they had, I playing the drums, they had all the drums I needed. Just brought my own cymbals. It was great. It sounded fantastic. They really got it set up nice. And, you know, it's kind of like a surreal experience. They had like this bar set up and you, know, you could bring, you could bring a bunch of people. We didn't, we didn't get a chance to bring that many friends with us. So we're kind of conniving about the next time. Hopefully we do it again. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll have to send out like $10 vouchers to all our friends. We'll have to save some yeah. money. You know, yeah, and that's the thing up. about Jive Hive is once you've done it once, you're then part of the part of the yeah. circle, part of the family, and then you can kind of just be like, "Hey, we'd like to do it again," and they'll find a spot for you to and do I it again. November yeah. would be a good time. We thought there was a great vibe in there when yeah, we were playing. Yeah. It just and the entire recording process was effortless. Some of the other places you pay, you spend forty five minutes an hour with sound checking and the drummers hitting every drum forever. We just started playing and they zoned everything in. And I've never seen an easier recording process. It it, it was uh, a real blast, and everybody there was very gracious and really cool. And I recommend it to anyone to go there if you get a chance. It is such a cool spot, and feel like you were saying it feels like a like a TV set, like a yeah. Tonight Show, or you know, classy joint, class A group of folks. I can't go over the names. You know the names, Brandy, but I'll tell you one thing right now: those guys up there. Uh, it was like they invite you into their home and uh, yeah. and uh, artists supporting other artists. You don't find a lot of that much anymore. There's a lot of ego in this business, and, uh, and just took us right off the street and it, and made us took us into their home. Yeah, literally, it was amazing. Literally, <laughs> I mean, Tom, the way he has everything set up and just how he just op graciously opened up his doors to all these beautiful musicians. And, and just what they do for you. It's just really incredible. And we were blown away by it. We yeah. really were blown away with the generosity. Yeah, we've done, uh, we did a live EP there. We did like a six song oh. EP there. Oh. We recorded our latest single there. Nice. Uh, we did a music video there. Wow. We've done live streams there. Like, nice. we, I mean, I love Jive Hype and I love oh, all yeah, those guys. Great. So hi guys. What a guys service are... to the community. Absolutely. Absolutely, and it is a service yeah. too. You know, like you that's know? the thing is like people always... are like can't believe that it's a free yes, thing. Yes, they you don't know? take like... any money and they're, they're doing it out of their own time. And but Nolan, that's got a killer band. Yeah. Nolan, right? oh my God, yes. And so does Mikey with the yep. um, Sugar Hold. Sugar Hold. Okay. Absolutely. It's kind of like I'm not comparing this to uh, any uh, anything in particular, but it's kind of like the VFW for. Uh, for for right for musicians, uh, because they, they they understand you, you know they understand. One hundred. What do we get? Everybody can just go and swap fucking war stories and shit. Like, like, do you remember yeah. when the guy that one fucking the owner man he screwed us? Remember? Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, I remember that when we got stiffed on that gig. Those were the days, you know. Like, remember that one bathroom in that place? Oh my god. Remember the radiator thumb? Yeah, right. Remember the guy who didn't you know wouldn't give us free drinks or whatever? You know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The VFW for musicians. That's fantastic. That's funny. Um, so, you know, we'll, we've got like the Jive Hive. You've been doing a bunch of stuff, uh, gigs. Is there anything like super cool coming up that you're excited for or that you've done recently that you're excited about? Uh, I'm really excited about Grandma calling in sometimes. Call well, in. you know, we did. We had, um, we actually, the, 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 uh, the state of New York puts on a, the, the summer fairs. And we just played the convention in Syracuse. Oh, no, it was a really nice uh, gesture they asked us to play. 
and uh, we have a friend down in Chatham for the Chatham Fair, and he he wanted us to play it. So well, he was the president of the organization, so we were asked to do his presidential banquet. Oh wow! Yeah. So it was cool. pretty cool. We had a really nice time. Beautiful venue out there, and uh, you know, so one of the highlights is we got some of the county fairs calling us. Yeah, we actually which is really just, nice. We that booked, is. I think um, with the Ulster Altamont county. Fair, Ulster County Fair, we're going to be the actual highlighting band on uh, July 30th wow. um, in Ulster County. Yep. That's huge. And then um, we also have um well we have I'm trying to think. County Fair. yeah we always do the columbia county fair yep that one's awesome uh we have another we're going to be up in saratoga this year too at the raceway nice. at the race course we're we're, we're going to be playing there um I'm trying to think of some other another big one that we have coming well, up while you're looking can i just give there's a really nice convention. yeah there's a nice venue we play too um sandy's friend we do the lake george arts festival Oh, yeah. It's usually on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a yep. really cool event. I mean, it's huge tent yep. and a beautiful stage and it's uh, in the 100 Charles vendors or so. R. Wood yeah. Park. And then we also are going to be doing the one in Southern Vermont this year, uh, which is in Manchester. Okay. We were scheduled to do it last year, but a tornado came in and blew the tents all away. So we weren't actually able to play. Um, and the, hopefully this year that doesn't happen and we actually get it. But we did stow. Same organization. We've been in Stowe, Vermont twice. Nice. That's yeah, beautiful country I, up there too. Uh, throughout, all, throughout all this, though, I would just like to give a big shout out to the people. We play. We would be playing oh, for the yeah. wallpaper if it wasn't for the people who come out to see us, and oh, they all know who yes. they are. The yeah. people. We we just love them. I, I could go into names right now, but they follow us, and that's what it's all about, man. Because it's just their energy. They bring light to the show, and you know, as a musician, man, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. All the musicians know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, it just you feed us some of your light and your energy, and we'll feed it back to you. It's so you know? much fun, man, when the people clap. You know, right. I mean, I've and been in so many different so bands, you know, over the years, and you hear like the the straggle clap and one whistle. Yep. You know, when but it's, fu it's funny when you hear a bunch of people clap. You're like, oh, okay, and, this is well, fun. There's nothing quite like looking out and seeing somebody singing along yeah. to a song yeah. that True. you wrote. And yeah. yeah, especially when it's one of ours. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like that's like the. Yeah. Oh, it's a connection that, that, you know like, it's a great yeah. connection to have you know yeah. wanted to thank aaron harks too for getting us up in lake george hell yeah she's a great gal man Love she's aaron. talent man she's funny as hell absolutely yep. great musician and um just the people that like you you know 518 people that are just uh, uh, support each other and it just you know it's just amazing. We got a couple other ones. Guilty Pleasure too. She oh she God, yeah. she's been instrumental too. Casey from Guilty Guilty Pleasure. She she helped us get a couple really good gigs. She actually played uh, Rivers Casino last night. Um, she just yeah. We have a lot of good musicians. That, One other like thing, I'm, I'm going to switch gears right here real quick if we could. Just want to talk about Steve's bass that he had since 1973. Hit it, Steve. It's an old precision base, and I got it in college, and all the paint's worn off of it, but it's, uh, it's, it's something I couldn't find today. It's a 1970s base, and it just always records well. It's, it's a nice I, I'm instrument. A, I'm a 1973 bass player. There you go. There you go. Oh, that, base, <laughs> that base was born when you were born. That base was born when I we was were born. Just saying yeah. that we did uh, Mama Told Me by Three Dog, Three Dog Night, and uh, as we were watching it, Joe says, See that base in there? That's the same year it came out. That base That's came awesome. out. <laughs> same year I was born. <laughs> right, old vintage equipment, man. Yeah, yeah I, I, I am vintage equipment, for sure. I think we all are in this room. Start with 73, 72, 69. You guys? 
They're like, I'm not saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, come on. You just turned 60. 64. You're doing 64. And then, Steve, you are. Oh, I'm a child of the yeah. 50s. Yeah, but the thing is, Steve is the one with the most youthful attitude right? of all yeah. of us. Like, I, literally. Well, retirement helps with that, yes, I have to say. Well, I was born in 1923, <laughs> and I had a radiator thumb, and I was born in an old farmhouse, and now Steve's got less wrinkles than me. Yeah. So uh, I think at this point we should play another song mm -hmm. so which which one were we gonna this do it's called don't take our my world away and it's a ballad it's like a love song but it's it's kind of a tragic love song because <laughs> in the song basically you know the girl breaks his heart and um it's written from a about a friend of ours who actually had that experience we're not going to say the person's name but you know he got very brokenhearted, and Joey felt bad, so it just struck him, and he wrote the wrote the song. And it's called "Don't Take My Love Away" or right. "Your Love Away." Oh, uh, it could be that too, or, if you want, or whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my world away. Don't take my world away. We're, we're easy going. <laughs> I love it. You're so easy going. You're like, I don't care. Don't, don't take my bingo card number away. No, it's right. called Don't Take My World Away. Right, well, let's listen to Don't Take My World Away, Joe Eady and the Lug Nuts, and then we'll be right back to wrap it up. Oh, 
right, so that was Don't Take My World Away, Joe Eady and the Lugnuts. So I want to thank you all for coming out here. It was really cool for you to take time out of your day and converge from uh, different towns in the region to all come up here. That was uh, really cool, and I appreciate it. Uh, but before we go, I want to give everybody a chance to say what I refer to as your gratitudes. So we'll start here. All right, so my gratitude would be, I always have to say the same thing. I always give everything to God because if it wasn't for him, I couldn't do any of this, and I don't believe that our band would be where it would be if it wasn't for him guiding us. So that's where my, my number one is. And then, of course, to my boys, Phil, yeah. Steve, and Joey, I, we wouldn't be a band without these guys. Their talent and their amazing personalities, I just love them. So, Joey, you're up. Right on, sister. Me too. I want to thank the Lord above for every day I, my two feet hit the floor before I even become a musician. Just to be able to be here on earth and uh i want to thank my compadres steve and phil and brandy uh again i'd be nothing without them because i would just be uh, living in the streets as a homeless person okay. <laughs> and i'm just very glad to be part of the project part of the band uh we always look forward to getting together and playing and it's a cool experience and i appreciate all the efforts uh, the rest of the band puts in, especially Sandy, for all the hard work because we get to go and play some really cool places in front of some very friendly, appreciative people. And as a musician, that's like the best. People are not apathetic. Often every single person will pay attention and clap after every song. And you don't get that. I've been in a lot of bands. So I appreciate the material, the performance, and uh, just the opportunity. Just the opportunity to be out of the house and playing in front of people who really love what we're doing. So thanks, everybody. Amen to that. Yeah, good job, Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. You know, I got to thank my higher power. I, without, uh, you know, him, nothing would happen. And, uh, of course, my bandmates, you know, uh, it's amazing playing with these guys. It's so much fun. And our friends and family that come out continuously, it's always good to see everybody's face. Mm -hmm. You know, it just makes it for us. And, and Andy, people like you that do, like, these podcasts and, and people like Jive Hive, yeah, Jive Hive. you know, it, it's it's a whole community. I mean, we, we can't do it by ourselves. You know, it takes everybody to help out, and we yeah. really appreciate it. I do in particular, so thank you. Cool. All right, so Joe Eady and the Lugnuts. I am Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned 518, and I'll see you on the road. Unsigned 518 is produced and hosted by me, Andy Scullin. New episodes are available every week wherever you stream podcasts. If you'd like to help support the show, please like and subscribe wherever you are listening. Or you could buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash unsigned518. If you would like to advertise on the show, send me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. And to be a guest on the show, reach out to me through Instagram at unsigned518. Take care of one another, and I'll see you next week.